0: Good morning! Welcome to the fifth bowl of Question Crunch. In this bowl, I have very important questions for the chimichanga superstar himself, Christian Barrick. We talk about his podcast, Try Beer, and fantasize about Disney battles getting sexy. Well, Christian, welcome to the podcast. Hola, señor. So, let's get you started. Let's. I, I want to. Okay, so you are the first person that has ever had me on a podcast. My first podcast experience was with you. So, I ask you, what got you into podcasting? Well, I like deflowering people on podcasts. Was that just something that you were born with? Like you, you in like kindergarten, someone's like, "Oh, what do you want to be when you get older?" And they, and you told them, "I want to flower people on." Online?
1: No, someone told me that I should just pay attention to what I'm doing until I, I find what I what my when my calling comes and then just enterprise. So it was it was actually popping your cherry on the podcast that made me really want to keep up with podcasting. It was mine?
0: No, I'm okay. Good. I'm, I don't 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 give me that. Don't give me that. I don't want to know that I'm your first. That's too much responsibility. I don't want it. I don't want it.
1: Oh, you're my first. Lots of other things though, but that's okay. We're that's all right. About, that's fine with
0: me. I'm okay with other firsts, but this first, I don't want to be this first. The thing was actually pretty fun, but I don't think we we're talking about it in yours. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that. we could, but let's 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 leave.
1: It's bad when they don't let you smuggle yourself into Mexico. Uh-huh. And they're like, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, uh we know what's up your ass, young boy, <laughs> Um They never looked. I basically I. It wasn't podcasts initially I started out with. In fact, I wasn't trying to start being into any kind of content making or any of that kind of stuff. I just, at one point, didn't have a job and realized I needed to do something for money. And a lot of people around me in the area, was at New Mexico, just needed stuff. And I could do that really simply. And I just kind of became an oddball job thing. And one of them was setting up recording at people's places because they wanted to play games online all the time, with online streaming with World Warcraft. Call of Duty was just coming out, and this was in the middle of nowhere in New Mexico, so Air Force Base City was just, make money, do all this audio recording stuff. And uh, then YouTubers were just starting to become big, so I made my—I I was just playing games with my friends while they're learning to stream their stuff early on when it was just like personal before it was public. And uh, right then and there, we decided to try to do our own YouTube thing and that was going to be the original Chimichanga Superstar, which was originally going to be Chimichanga All-Stars. I like it. Yeah. I was going to go for, like, a Mario thing. But this, the real story was everyone was hung over in the backseat of my Jeep while we were going to IHOP at about 11 a.m., and they were all arguing what we should call this thing. And I just said, the, it's going to be the it's going to be Chimichanga All-Star, which is the first thing that came out of my head. But uh-huh. There was no actual, like, process. I just wanted them to shut the fuck up. I you, know can cast, I... you can cast. You can cast. Oh, thank fine. God. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And, um it's 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 my food store i need to be able to say fuck a lot yeah uh and uh like your editing
0: though that was fun
1: (laughs) (laughs) i've been i've been a guest on a lot of different kinds of things so i I try to be be flexible but uh i'm glad
0: you did that instead of beep that would be weird
1: (laughs) but we couldn't decide what we wanted to do with that because all we were doing is just beating everyone to the punch and what we were predicting or what we were going to talk about and because we couldn't settle down on anything we just kind of gave up until i moved back to california in which I think my I think you remember my original co-host Bryant, mm-hmm. who I met in a warehouse. Uh, <laughs> we were working in a warehouse.
0: I'm glad that you clarify you're working because I had a quick mental image of you just walking to the warehouse and like, oh, hey,
1: <laughs> this guy. Just randomly invite some guy I've never met before to join me
0: on the podcast. Yeah, you discovered him in a warehouse.
1: Well, okay. Let me ask you this real quick. So, so I've already started the story off with I was working in a warehouse with yeah. Bryant. How does this story start with the podcast? Go tell me how 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 this happens.
0: Um, no, no, you weren't working. You were you you just discovered him. See, he was being studied by top men.
1: Uh huh. Top men. Oh man, when I tell you the real story, you're <laughs> gonna be so weird about this. Continue. And uh, you you
0: you. I mean, it was either doing a podcast with the Lost Ark or him, and you decided to pick him. Uh, wow, that's... The Ark of the Covenant.
1: That's almost as random as it really was. Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: great. But like uh, the, the Ark of the Covenant has a stuttering problem, so you can't... <laughs> actually,
1: yeah, no, this stuttering issue, is, it would be a problem for me. I would probably just let it
0: melt faces and move on. Yeah, right? But I mean, you can close your eyes while recording a podcast. You don't exactly. need your eyes. Yeah, you go
1: oh, podcast in the dark. Yeah. You have no idea if my pants are on or not. <laughs> Uh th- no really we I was we were working at this shady warehouse in Corona just outside of Corona that was selling I should stop playing with my noisy thing I'm sorry and um I was working at this the shady warehouse outside of Corona where they were selling belly dance outfits that we drove all the way down to San Diego or Los Angeles to try to get people to buy under the table and just put it on their stuff and I was just organizing this disaster of a warehouse that had no system whatsoever. And the further you get down, it's no longer belly dance stuff, just random scarves and hipster bags and lingerie and dildos and sex toys. What are you trying to sell here? I couldn't make up my mind. I kept changing it. Uh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> so, uh, but mostly it was just all this belly dance stuff and the bags and stuff. And you just found all these random things just tucked off the side and just, okay, just ignoring that. And... Bryant was building this guy's website, and this guy was obsessed that he knew had this vision and he knew what he was doing. But Bryant was like, "No, oh, you're kind of a lunatic. You don't know what you're doing. I could do this really quick if you just let me. And Bryant, you could tell, was just the IT man losing his crap. But big old smiley Bryant was trying to get to work through it. And one day I'm walking out and I was like, I couldn't justify just going to get a beer for no reason with a guy. So instead I said, hey, do you want to go to my go to my house, grab some beer and record a podcast? Never recorded a podcast before in my life. Had no idea how to record a podcast, but I knew how to set up microphones and put that into a recording thing. And after all the work I went through after, uh, once I got home, I realized oh, none of my microphones work. So I just wasted all this experience I know because I have, I just have crap. I have nothing. So he, brought, he brings this big wooden bowl he got at Walmart and a bag of ice and two giant cans of Foster's beer. And I realized that you can't put ice in a wooden bowl, dude. That's just, it's, what, what are you going to do? I Wait, no, hang on. I could record yeah. into my cell phone, put my cell phone in the wooden bowl. And we got drunk off of Foster's and we spoke into the wooden bowl with my cell phone face down with the, my, because the recording uh, device was on the backside of my phone. And the bowl just echoed just enough for us to talk into. So the original, like, seven episodes are us talking into a wooden bowl, getting drunk
0: off fosters and random <laughs> beer. How close were you to the bowl? Is it because you're you're visually given to me, like, a few inches away from the bowl?
1: Brian and I were essentially communally, like, giving this bowl worship. Okay. We were basically reaching <laughs> down into the bowl and speaking into it. And then we'd look each other in the eye and then watch the other one ta- uh, make his blessing into the bowl. <laughs> so I came up with the idea that we're speaking to Lord Chimmy. Yeah. And that's where like a lot of the joke, early jokes of it's just being like this magical being, blah 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 blah, uh, came in. And the truth of it really was just, I just it looked like we're praying into a bowl to my neighbor or to my, my landlord, because the best part about this is I was renting a room at the time from this uh, Vietnamese family in Corona, and they had a sick grandmother living in the, the living room downstairs. And I had this tiny room upstairs. And they come home and they just see these guys at this this like tiki bar that's sitting outside of their 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 really nice house. And we're just like leaning into a bowl and talking periodically. Like the, <laughs> one, <laughs> one guy leans away, the other guy leans in. So yeah, it, and like at this point, the the girl that was living in the house, she was actually a streamer, uh, and she was doing like live streaming of um what StarCraft two. And at the time, Twitch didn't like disassociate like women with bras being horrible so she would basically take her shirt off and stuff and she was looking down thinking like we're doing this weird secretive thing until she realized we're talking into a device in the bowl and that we were just talking a bowl so she came back you guys are recording something this whole time I like, shh, <laughs> we're recording. Shh. and she i heard the door shut and i hear them just like she shouts something and there's just laughter and she's and i'm just like okay we're probably gonna have to end this one early and and I go inside and it's just like this firing like we thought you guys were like secretly like si- you were like trying to be private and whispering into bowls.
0: <laughs> Brian had some already weird, left. Some weird whispering. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think
1: I think Brian thought we were in trouble, so he was he was worried. So what was,
0: what was her reaction? Like, was it, did she react more to? <laughs> she, la-
1: she just laughed her ass off and then explained to me what her weird stripping thing was. And I just, oh, I was like, oh, I just assumed you canned. Like, what do you mean canned? Like, you mean the sex stuff? I was like, yeah. What, do you know a bunch of those? I was like, yeah. Oh, well, no, I don't do that. That's weird. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: judge, don't judge.
1: The immediate judgment that way, but no judgment our way. They, they were, I think they were relieved that we weren't talking to each other secretly in a bowl or worshiping some weird deity. Okay. But it was, it was after that, for the, sh- the short few months I was still at that place, I think it was just a silly joke to them.
0: Um, you said you started off, you needed to find an excuse to drink beer with a dude. Yeah. Um, was, so it was always about beer? It was always going to be about beer?
1: No, I just put two and two together and thought, hey, that'd be fun.
0: Uh huh. Oh, Because, like, uh, I've the, had
1: I've invited a dude over and be like, Hey, I want to drink beer. And sure, sure. I'm not other. saying
0: that you have to have a reason. I'm just saying it just, that it's, but
1: I've never just randomly created a podcast for no reason and drank beer over it. And just figured, like, literally, it was just a spur of the moment. Like, let's just put peanut butter and uh, fried bananas on a graham cracker and see if I like it. it. I don't know. I just thought to do it, and it was fun. I liked it. At the time, I was listening a lot to a lot of podcasts in the warehouse. And that was possibly, like, the the reason I was thinking, hey, this seems easy. you just talking to a microphone. Look at all this dumb stuff we were looking to do back when I was in Arizona and other places. Look at how many layers of stuff I was attempting to do. That's you just, you just talk to
0: each other. I like that. Now, where do you get your beer? Uh, Is it just like you go to a liquor store? Because I know uh, eventually you, I heard that people send you beer. Uh-huh. Once your podcast started getting more listeners – you got beer coming.
1: It was kind of weird because initially we were just hunting around for beers and my girlfriend has a place that her dad calls Disneyland in Corona. Okay. And I'm gonna have to send it to you so we can share it, but I can't exactly shout them out now. I can't call it off the top of my head, sorry,
0: but That's okay. Uh,
1: it's the best little teeny tiny liquor store I'd seen in a long, long time at that point, and they could find any beers in California. They knew every beer in California. It was smart about beer. They didn't always have it in stock, but they could promise they could find it. And that got me curious about, like, how much beer is in California. Because I'd never really gotten into beer at that that much. I've had a few Jack Daniels here and there, and I've had my rip-roaring horrible experiences down at the gas lamp District in my 20s. And, you know, all those things that people do when they shouldn't worry about their liver. But, um... Basically, when I found out that there's so many more aspects of how many beers there are, I just on on the uh, Facebook and Twitter and early when I was trying to figure social media, I just put polls out. Hey guys, what beer should I drink next? And then I went to hunt it down, but that was really, really, really annoying. So I reached out to the people that made it, and they were really happy to have me come down. And they'd just give me a growler, or they'd give me a few a uh, few bottles to do. So instead of hunting it down, I'd call the source directly, and eventually, people would send me. Or ask me if I was interested in picking up or just figure out a way to put it on the podcast. And they didn't really care if I reviewed it. They were happy to drink it. So my reviews were kind of like who's line? They didn't matter. I was just talking randomness. There was no actual scale or rating. I enjoyed it. I Yay. think for
0: the most part, it's not so much as a review as much as like, I'm going to drink this alcohol. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. This is alcohol that I have.
1: And Bryant had less of a palate for it, but he really liked drinking more sure. than I did. And I really enjoyed getting him the overly strong stuff, which uh-huh. got me really into the overly strong stuff. Old Rasputin kicked him in the balls one day, and he was like, I can't even finish this. And the <laughs> dumb thing I did, I just grabbed it and just chugged the rest a little bit. And he just looks at me like, oh my god, you're going to die. I was like, probably.
0: I honestly visualize Rasputin like the mad monk kicking mm. him in the balls. It's really
1: good. You probably fall in love with it. I
0: bet. Is it dark beer? It's a dark, dark, okay, dark, cool. dark beer. That's that sounds awesome. Strong and dark. All right. I like this. Dark bitter beer. <laughs> just like your heart. Just like my heart. So the first podcast you invited me on was a Christmas one where you were in the uh you're in a house, you're in the garage, mm-hmm. and you had a bunch of people come over and you asked for people to bring over Christmas beer. Mm-hmm. And that's when I went to Bedmo and I was like I, I went to the clerk and I said, Hey, where's your christmas stuff what's a christmas stuff and he's like oh follow me and he's all excited he's like i got what you need and i I'm love
1: like, it when people get excited about a holiday just for no reason at sure all.
0: sure it's just i i wasn't i wasn't familiar with i at the time was not really a big dr- beer drinker and mm-hmm. so i did not know that there were these big holiday stuff and he's like oh follow me And i'm like okay i'm a customer let's do this and so uh he told I'm me already then here to
1: spend money thank you
0: he told me then and i can't remember exactly what 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 Brewer d- did this, but they did a... Uh, uh, I like how a, you said this. I'm like, who is Brewer did this? Who's <laughs> responsible for this beer? I need your hands. I need to talk to parents. No, Um, they were doing a 12 Days in Christmas thing for, like, I think it was 12 years, oh. where every... The next year, they did another one from the 12 Days of Christmas song. Wow. And the clerk was like, oh, yeah, I'm collecting them. I actually, I buy them and I collect the bottles so I can have them all ready when they're done. I should really look into that because I want to see if they're done with it. That well, it couldn't have been that many years ago. Shit. All right, I'll have to look into that. All right. Anyway, today what I and I can't remember what year it was. I think it was like seven. I think it was seven. So they must have been done by now.
1: Either way, we party like it was 1999.
0: Either way. Um. So today, when I went to the local liquor liquor store, um, I did similar kind of thing where I said, "Hey." um what kind of christmas beer you have and it wasn't it wasn't bedmo so it wasn't the clerk being like oh my god i can't wait to show you what i got and bedmo a lot of times has like a little shelf area where you can get all of your seasonal stuff mm-hmm. this place not so much they just he he pointed me at the one beer that had christmas type decorations and i was like all right whatever I'm, I'm i'm running late let's do this i'll buy that one uh so that's what i did
1: and uh, you, unfortunately, can't drink. No, but give me my spittoon, and I can take a swig. Okay,
0: cool. All right. Where's your spittoon? This one right here? Okay, cool. So we're going to take a, a sip. Mug, but
1: there's no coffee at this time.
0: This is from uh, Sierra Nevada. Uh, this is the 2019 Celebration Fresh Hop IPA. Uh, let's read the description really quick. Uh, we first brew, brewed Sever- celebration IPA in the winter of 1981. Each year we used only th- we use only the first fresh hops of the growing season to create this complex and re- robust ale. Layered pine and citrus hop, Aromas balanced delicately against rich malt sweetness to shape the, this bold wintertime classic. It sounds pretty. It does. <laughs> and even the cover, I'm like, aw, it's a little cabin covered in snow.
1: See, that just makes me feel warm for some reason.
0: <laughs> well, I think the imagery gives you. Uh, sorry, I'm. I'm so, Christian gave me a cup of water, and it's a Pennywise cup from uh, AMC, right? That's where we went? Or yep. is it Edwards?
1: Uh, yeah, we went somewhere.
0: Okay, I think it was Edwards. Movie, but yeah. I look over, and there's it Pennywise looking the at me. Actually, I'm not like,
1: going to look at a cup. I'm not going to look at a cup. I, I, I can't I see it from here. so It's on the other side of the couch. So, sorry, dude. So, that I'd was a bottle to help cap. i you, but you just being a wuss. All
0: right, so you need to take a sip, or? Yeah. All right, cool.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 It's beer. That's an IPA that I can get behind. That's like a good Christmassy IPA. I'd drink that if I was freezing my balls off in the middle of Alaska looking for Jesse Pinkman.
0: So I'm not a fan of IPA, but that wasn't bad. Because it's a Christmas. Okay,
1: here's the thing. Anything that is labeled with Christmas has to be approved by Santa or the Elves, which means it has to actually receive love.
0: Did he check it twice? Dude, come on. (laughs) I'm going to smack you, man.
1: Seriously. Child stuff.
0: <laughs> does he have to give it to all the elves or does he have a head elf that he has to test it through? Um, listen, I,
1: I, I don't know the answers here, and uh-huh. even if I did, fuck off.
0: Okay. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> this is classified information. If you knew it, you wouldn't tell me?
1: Listen, it, it just, there's a certain rule that I stick by. I don't say names, okay. and I don't tell stories unless I think that that story enlightens people.
0: Gotcha. I'm going to. I, I, I kind of want to write a story now of you. <laughs> Knowing more information about Santa than, you know, the usual. Dude, I'm
1: finished, bitch.
0: (laughs) Okay, so I have a really good important question for you. Gross. On on Gilligan's Island, the Castaways, Mm -hmm. they're all stuck on the island. I I know they got food somewhere. I can't remember. I haven't seen the show in a while. But... Let's say they didn't have any food and they had to go to cannibalism. So basically someone
1: made a false coconut crop and it made everything go diseased and they had nothing to eat other than each other? Correct. Correct. Hmm. How long into this do you think it would take then, or is that my am I asking? You no, no. Question? The question,
0: the question for you is, who do you think would go to cannibalism first, Ginger or Marianne?
1: Oh, so not just if there's going to be cannibalism, there's not yet. Like it's going to happen specifically between those two. Yes, you think those are the two that are going to spark cannibalism, and I need Correct. to choose which one. The Howls
0: are already dead. They're old. They're gone.
1: Okay. Now here's here's the thing. I think that you're thinking this inappropriately. Yeah. I think that they're going to consider the longevity of their species. Okay. And I think at this point, they're their gonna, species. Well, they're on an island, dude. Do, yeah. do they know what happened anywhere else? Do they know that they're safe? Do they know there's more outside this island? No, they've been they've been trying Did to contact. Did they find the out island. what the hell's going on with the polar bear yet?
0: That this that's lost. There's no they're polar lost bears. At sea. There's no polar bears okay, in Gilligan's Island. You're getting distracted. Hang on. Okay. Back, no, back you're getting distracted. Mariana you the polar.
1: Okay, listen. I think I think the problem is they're not trying to compete to each other. I think the two of them are going to team up together and instigate the cannibalism in a trap against all men. Okay. They're going to pick the weakest man off one by one by one by one. Yeah. And everyone's going to figure out who's the cannibal.
0: The weakest? Why would you go weakest?
1: That's how you do! You keep the strongest ones alive so they're alive longer. And you have fresher,
0: healthier meat before you're ready to kill them off. Okay.
1: Come on, man. Think this through.
0: No, well, because the re- the reason why I ask it's basic the only reason cannibalism why science. the only reason why I ask educate, weakest is that I just think I just think that Skipper would be more food than Gilligan.
1: Yeah, but you got so much in him that you want to find ways to preserve that. The Skipper's gonna be the delicacy. He's gonna be the feast. You don't start with. He's that. gonna be the
0: end. Yes. The banquet at the end. Yes. I could take that. All right. No, that's fair. That's fair. And At
1: that point, though, they're gonna have converted Gilligan, okay. who's going to be their assisted uh, continued species. Oh, member. I
0: wouldn't convert Gilligan.
1: I they, they yes.
0: He screws things up.
1: They're also if anyone have I'm going to If anyone I'm
0: going to convert, they've already eaten his arms and legs. If anyone I'm going to convert, it's the professor. No, he's too dangerous for them.
1: He knows the consequences of what's going on.
0: Yeah, but he also knows. He's the first I, one gone. I would trust him to cook he's the people. He's the first.
1: No, they they are already they've they've been working on the entire island too. Everyone knows their job. These two know how to do everything on the island, and they've been watching the professor but they know he'll figure this out first, so they eat him first.
0: Okay, so who proposed this system that you're talking about first? Marianne, for Marianne? sure. Marianne? <laughs> yeah, but she didn't mean it. it.
1: It was innocently just tossed out as a joke. Okay. And Ginger's like, damn, you're right, girl. And But it took, like, a long time. Uh-huh. She's, like—
0: Why Ginger her? Ginger was
1: obsessed with this thing. Because she had so much going for her, and then here she is still having so much go for her, But it's not what her dreams were. Her dreams were squandered. She's just the star of the island. But also, she's a badass because she's had to survive this island just as much as everyone else. She knows how to do it all. She could run this island without them backwards and blind. Now you're talking about Ginger. Ginger. We're still on Ginger. Okay, cool. Marianne, equally, but she doesn't have this confidence. She doesn't care, which is what Ginger leans on to get Marianne to side with her in this process. But they're going to pitch the entire war. As a falsity against each other, every all the other guys are gonna think, God, they're gonna fucking kill each other the entire time, and boom, at the very end, they're gonna reveal a, a, a stumpy
0: Gilligan unable to harm himself. <laughs> so it's the Batman thing, right, where Bruce Wayne insults Batman so that no one gets suspicious. Kinda. So just Marianne and Ginger fighting, mm-hmm. so no one knows that they're actually working together to eat everyone else. The fuck exactly. That makes sense. I can, I'll. I'll. I'll go with that. I can dig that. Mm-hmm. Next next important question in uh life. Um which that and last this one is was this pretty is pretty important. Though, it's so a pretty important you, question. I wondered I think that humanity has been wondering that for many years. Cuz I think Gilligan's Island didn't it come out in 1964. I think it did. I think it did. I'll have to check my uh, I'll have to check my you, knowledge don't of TV friend? shows. Do you have like a friend you can call? Nope, I'm okay. Uh you're talking about my time travel friend?
1: Well, I was going to say like a phone a friend. <laughs> I forgot what show I was on, but you got one of those too? Uh
0: yes. Um, Which direction with, does yours go? With Disney Plus coming out, I've been thinking a lot about Disney characters. And also, uh, Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet with the Capulets and the uh, Montague? Montague? What?
1: Montague? Uh, okay, uh, hang on. Two what? ideas. Disney Plus, Romeo and Juliet. You evil Leo DiCaprio into a weird position in my brain. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm back now. Okay, we're good. Okay, cool.
0: So, watching Disney Plus, I see a lot of villains, uh, a lot of arch nemesis, a lot of foes going against each other. You have the protagonists and the antagonists fighting together. Foe show. So... Uh, and that made me think of Romeo and Juliet. How it's two houses against each other, and then they find love. Uh, Romeo and Juliet come together, and they bang. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's a story. That's a that's a motto. That's a uh, the lesson to be learned from <laughs> Romeo and yeah, Juliet. The
1: lesson to be learned is that they bang.
0: Yeah, that they, they bang. That's it. Okay. Because
1: no matter how that story ends, you get to look at Romeo like, this guy fucks. Yeah. That's the important part, apparently. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I
0: mean, it's two houses uh, torn <laughs> apart. <laughs> Because this guy fucks. Yeah, and then two star-crossed lovers come together and they bang. That's that's and, and then something else happens near the end, and you know, everyone knows that story how it ends. And are
1: you the guy that's really sad if a kid didn't get a trophy at the end?
0: Uh, no, in fact, I feel better that the kid didn't get the trophy at the end. <laughs>
1: uh, just checking to see which way your sympathy was leaning on this story.
0: But my question is, which Disney villains? Which Disney foes? Do you think should just get over their troubles and just have sex already?
1: Oh, um, what's the the the, the Clayton and Tarzan?
0: <laughs> Clayton would have, Clayton would have survived. <laughs> I can see that. I can see it. I think that uh...
1: Jane just would have gotten that one really good aggressive threesome. Yeah. And Tarzan would have, like, really opened himself up a little bit more and been more aware of what Jane wants. Uh-huh. And he'll have, like, become what he did. He'll have done what Tarzan does. He'll have become the man. And Clayton will have realized he can chill the fuck out and then, you know, maybe maybe eat a salad or something.
0: <laughs> you think that Clayton just needed to be dominated a little bit? No, I think Clayton
1: needed to realize that he could he could equally dominate while someone else could equally dominate and someone else can reap the benefits of that. You don't have to be the winner. Uh-huh. You can still get it out. You can still you can still have your life and eat it too. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: could
1: you, you could still you could still bang Jane and eat her too. Okay.
0: No, we don't have to think about Jane in this situation. We're just talking about Clayton and Tarzan. You selfish son of a bitch. <laughs> we don't need to complicate this this beautiful moment with Jane.
1: And, and then the best part about it is, you know, Disney can branch into another uh, audience because you just get Tarzan to like. Clayton, I wish I could quit you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I think uh, I I didn't even think about the answer. Like I thought of this question, I was like, ah, that'll be a funny question question you, to ask. You think I, Phil Collins
1: will come back and do the uh, the drum beat for that? Why wouldn't he? Because we need some Phil Collins rhythm for this bitch. I think it'll be beautiful. Oh, we gotta get all of in sync back too. <laughs> What Was that back? No, it was in sync. It was in sync, right? I can't remember. Or oh, wait, do we want Rosie O'Donnell to sing this
0: whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> she's just watching <laughs> off with that sound effect song that they had. Yeah,
1: no, no, no. <laughs> she's just like setting the mood. She's uh-huh. she's trying her best to Sebastian
0: this shit up. No, no, I I just he, I, no, I don't want this to be fun. I want it to be uh, the, I, I want it to be very romantic, very. You know, they're in a fight. <laughs> they're in a fight. You want them to anger bang Jane between the two? No, of them Jane. Romantically. No, Jane. You just want them to bang each you, other, strictly. Yes. yes.
1: So what? The we're just like ignoring the fact that she's a part of this. Yes. Are, no, for for I, this, for are this they, moment, are they? Is this like? Is this like a side fling? Or is this like a secret bang?
0: No, this is a climactic at the end. They they they're oh, in the middle of a fight. And, so we're just
1: like rewriting shit here. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: Don't worry okay. about the plot. Don't worry about the main plot.
1: Ah, uh, you know, they're the, in a
0: fight one of them decides she to kiss to go back to England and find a good guy. Says,
1: okay, so we're on to these two. These two bang.
0: Uh Clayton's the hunter and, you know, Tarzan's the huntee.
1: <laughs> so after watching the the jaguar fight a lot, or I think it was a jaguar that fight.
0: Yeah.
1: Tarzan and that thing like were really like able to go like top to bottom, top to bottom, top. You think it's going to be similar like that, but like Clayton's going to like constantly be trying to choke him?
0: I don't I don't know. I feel like Clayton, you know, when he finds out that he can, you know, he can for one second, not be the hunter.
1: Now, who do you think is going to hit the prostate first? Who do you think is going to go for that gold first? Ah, uh, Tarzan. Instinctively, or do you think he's learned that somewhere?
0: I think that he does not have uh, uh, issues with. Uh, he doesn't have any hangups on sexuality.
1: I think you're right, but I also think you're missing one major thing. What's that? He's raised by gorillas, he's, he's going to stick his finger up to the fling shit at people all the time. So he's already used to this bolunking up in the poo cave.
0: I believe it. That makes sense. That makes sense. I'll Got check the math. I get it. The primal side.
1: And that's why Clayton falls in love is because it's just the the most primal manly fuck he's ever given and received at the same time. Yeah. No matter how hard Clayton gave, Tarzan gave it back.
0: Because he's all about like, you know, stature being clean and cut and just, you know, being not being uh, not let himself go. And then when Tarzan finally shows him that he can let himself go, it's on and it's romantic and sweet. So How many
1: (laughs) many of your audience listeners do you think are going to start writing this story for you here?
0: Um, we are still very new podcast, so not, not yet. Give it a, give it a, give it a while. Give it a while of people listening and you know, the fanfic. I'm hoping the fanfic, I wouldn't be surprised if the fanfic already exists. But,
1: you know, if only I knew an artist that could draw this fanfic comic. On
0: <laughs> I don't think hang I'm going to, I don't minute. think hang on, I'm going to draw it. Yeah. I yeah. only
1: wish I knew a non-lazy artist. <laughs>
0: I am non-lazy, sir.
1: I'll have you know. You work hard for your art, but you don't want to just do the random shit like that all the time.
0: That's that's debatable. Really? <laughs> you like the chaos? I like the chaos. Fine. I like the chaos. I'll bring you the um, chaos. Then. Why, you know, who needs sleep when you can have the chaos chaotic drawings? Funny you
1: should say that. I'm on about 2 hours myself. It's oh, fantastic. Cool.
0: Awesome. Um I don't know if I'm going to draw uh them having sex. However, I do kind of want to draw the what happens what what leads on to the sex more sex no, no, I'm just I just feel like I'm gonna watch Tarzan see where they fight and then stray you away just, from you the know plot. Clayton's
1: gonna have to work into the cuddle a little bit. Clayton's gonna have to take some time and like i'm not I'm not a cuddler with you, I know it's what we did was just the manliest and most aggressive way to fight ever, yeah. with our dicks, and by the way, he's gonna go a little Batman for a second.
0: Yeah, no. I feel like Clayton is going to, you know, try to be try to try to emulate his father, who I assume was not an intimate guy. So he's just going to be like, after sex, okay. he's like, "All right, well, we're done." And after then Tarzan's going down. to like pin him down for a cuddle. It's going to be <laughs> uh, I, I Clayton's think... going to have to learn.
1: Well, yeah, but who doesn't? Every new relationship is like a is like a, a padlock at okay. school. Every semester, you have to move to a new locker. And you don't get your old lock anymore. You have to new every semester. You have to remember a new uh, a new combination to get into your locker. By the end of that semester, you've been doing this every day for five days a week, and you know that combination really well. Just down, you don't even have to look at it. Eventually, it's just like a girlfriend. By the time you're done moving on to the next girlfriend, in case you break up and have a sad breakup, sometimes it happens. Or in case you just have a lot of partners, sometimes you move on to the next one. Clayton, he just has to learn to move on to Tarzan's. Locker he needs to know his combinations. He needs to know what makes Tarzan open up to him. Clayton needs to also give his own co- padlock a combination. To Tarzan.
0: From the wait, wait, the only lockers I ever had, we had our own locks, so what? we didn't have to we didn't have to worry about your Just metaphor. De- def- deflect all the
1: emotion <laughs> attempted to put into these two new star-crossed lovers. Fuck off, Jane. <laughs> No matter what, I'm just a closed-hearted, a, a closed-box, uh, black-hearted hobbit.
0: I keep my own luck. Thank you very much. <laughs>
1: Cast out that that woman, Nick. It's a, combination, I'll, alone. it's a
0: combination I memorized and kept. <laughs> don't, don't let them find love. Make
1: them just figure it out on their own, like a millennial. <laughs> don't ask questions. Don't get deep. Just fuck it up until it doesn't fuck up anymore.
0: <laughs> okay, so... Word. Um when was it was it 2017 now yeah it was 2017 but it was 2016 when i was on your podcast and that is the beginning of the clown charity thing for me that has spawned into a thing that i do every year
1: yeah that was a randling attempt to see if you'd actually say yes and you did and i remember professor Elliott kind of looking at me like is this happening and you kind of look at me like yeah fuck you but only this and i don't know how you really felt about that but you said yes, and I don't know why any reason I wouldn't say absolutely, that's awesome, let's go do this.
0: Well, when, it, when we were first talking about that, the, the strange thing happened where you said, you know, what if we pay you this amount? And I said, no. How about this amount? No. How about this amount? I was like, stop it. Why? Because everyone has their price, and I didn't want to go to this clown hotel. and eventually you'll hit my price. And then I said, you know what? If you raise that amount for charity, I'll go. Mm-hmm. And since then, I've raised a good chunk of money for charity, uh, for just clown torture. Yeah, for um, good charities too. And uh, the three of us went to the clown, the clown motel in Nevada. What are your thoughts about that trip?
1: Oh, that was a really fun trip. Uh, the world itself was on fire at the time, so it was fun to get the hell out of it and go to this weird middle of nowhere mining town. And run amuck in in middle of nowhere and find out what a muck meant. And
0: I'm glad you said that because I, I I'll never forget what a mucker is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Share with the audience is fantastic. Oh my god.
0: Okay, so if you watch a movie, because if you go on YouTube, uh, the video is called "Send uh, we, we Send Jimmy to Clamotel." If you if you if you search "Send Jimmy to Clamotel," you'll find it. Uh, but okay, so basically, uh, we were driving past a school and it said uh, Tonobah High School, home of the muckers, and I was like. What the fuck is a mucker? I don't know what a mucker is, and I've asked I've asked other people what is a mucker, and no no one really knows what a mucker is because we don't live mining towns. Why would we know what a mucker is? And so I had to Google it and find out that a mucker is the guy. So when you're when you're doing a mine, uh, there's one person with a wheelbarrow where you uh, you're mining and you take up all the dirt and you put in a wheelbarrow. The mucker is the person who takes the dirt out and dumps it and gets rid of the muck. That's what a mucker is. So I guess they're proud of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which i knew i knew the, the, how to use the word the term muck okay but mucker yeah a a a person that mucks a thing that mucks that makes no sense and then you look it up in the back seat while we're rolling through town and i was pretty blown away by how
0: much that makes sense it's weird to think of a supporting role as your offensive character yeah cuz like when you think of like football teams you want to find like a a warrior to fight another warrior and you're clashing but not you're the guy in the who's cleaning of
1: nowhere and they're a bunch of miners, and they want beer, and they have breweries, and they have dead people with awesome histories. So of course they're just like, "Yeah, the muckers." <laughs> it's no different than yeah, but us that's doing... a supporting role. They're just being silly. They're trolling us, dude.
0: <laughs> the city's trolling you.
1: They have a clown motel. Dude. I don't
0: think they're trolling because, like, every few feet don't. there was another. <sighs> it just it feels like they don't even know what a troll is.
1: This is before troll. You don't have to know have a term for it before you ha- you know it in your heart what you are.
0: What was your favorite part from the trip?
1: Uh, it's no, they, that doesn't work. I think. Does that, it work? I, I, How the, does all, that not work? I have favorite parts. <laughs> like like it all kind of like comes for a, a spread even in threes. Uh, the graveyard was fucking amazing. That was my favorite tour through a graveyard I've done on a road trip in forever.
0: That was a that was a lot of fun.
1: Um, the uh... Going to the brewery and finding the the crazy barbecue and amazing beer in the middle of nowhere that makes me want to drive all the way out in the middle of nowhere to get that exact same beer again was awesome.
0: See, I'm not a fan of the beer, but the barbecue, uh, the, the, the barbecue, The, <laughs> the barbecue Sunday was phenomenally genius. That was delicious.
1: I've uh, adopted a version of that. And yeah? I, and, and I would love to try that with you. I'll make that with you sometime. I
0: kind of, I, uh, not kind of, I passionately want to see you do that. Because that was so good. I keep fantasizing about that. <laughs> barbecue I got, and Sunday. I thought about what is it missing? <laughs> this is
1: fantastic, but what is it missing? Because to me, it was missing like two things. And I, only, I didn't exactly at the time have any idea what they were, but the meat itself was great. I figure I can combine this and that and have fun with it. And I like what a Sunday is. So I broke down like the the dumbness
0: of what a Sunday is to me. I was like, yeah, then make meat. Well, explain what the barbecue Sunday was.
1: Well, it was mostly like a potato salad with coleslaw and, and well, shrimp. It, it. it was a Sunday cup. It was a yeah, Sunday it, cup. But exactly. And, and, and then meat, but served exactly as you would a Sunday, stacked like a Sunday cup of ice cream.
0: It was a layer of barbecue telling the story of meal. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: it didn't have the cherry on top, and it didn't – it was just missing something. So What's your cherry
0: on top? You,
1: you'll have to find out. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> That's a completely different bag, baby.
0: I'm I'm looking very forward to your cherry on top. That sounds delicious.
1: Well, I popped yours, so it
0: oh my god! No, that that like, but the highlight of my clown, the the clown motel trip. I love the I love the graveyard. The graveyard is one of my favorite things, just because like uh, I feel like the people who wrote the tombstones knew comic, comedic timing oh hell yeah because when I saw the, the couple that died I saw their dates first or or maybe that's just tombstones I don't know but the tombstones said the dates first and I was like Oh, that's romantic they both died on the same day how'd that work out and then they explained uh, they were killed by a runaway cor- uh, ore cart and I'm like oh <laughs> you know
1: it's a really fucked up thing but that's a really horrible place to go but here's a thought that that just sprung to me is perhaps yeah. some of them had like you know if I die for something really stupid like I trip and, s- and snap my neck on someone's shoe can you just do me a favor and like Use my backup story instead. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just in case. Um, um,
1: but yeah, so that was fun. That was a lot of fun, yeah.
0: So you said it comes in th- three. So you had the graveyard. Uh-huh. You had the barbecue.
1: How warm Mr. Creepy's hand was.
0: It was not warm. How dare you? It was, it was, it was it not was, warm. It was just it's not as warm, warm it's not real. as my hand. No, that doesn't make any phenomenal. sense. It's phenomenal.
1: I was like, wow, that's That's crazy. not
0: real. You're a liar.
1: <laughs> and I was looking around, like, is there a vent, like, is there a heater blowing at this thing? Like, nothing made sense, but that, that little porcelain hand was warm, it was cool. Did
0: you feel, did you see the video of, like, seeing the hand move? Yeah, everyone's talking about the hand moving. When they mentioned that, I was like, no, no, no. And I went <laughs> to the time thing, and I saw the hand move, and I was like, okay, no, that's that's explainable by gravity, but still it's creepy.
1: Uh, our buddy, Raph, I think it's Raf, Raph, but, um our favorite Ninja Turtle. He was, uh, he's constantly talking about how it was just Christian fucking with you. Cause Christian was, so it
0: happy. wasn't your hands were nowhere near it. Nope. It wasn't me.
1: I promise you you're here right now on this recording. I had nothing to do with that. And I had no idea that that thing moved, but honestly, I also don't give a crap that it moved. You should. It's, Shit it's... moves.
0: <laughs> Shit moves. I, I, <laughs> I really now want to make a inspirational poster of you and put it in black and white with like dramatic lighting and have it say shit moves it does christian barrack
1: <laughs> do I'll, I'll print the t-shirts for you
0: if you owned the clown hotel what would you do differently
1: mm. champagne room champagne room very clown th- no no i know honestly i would um i would have like your basic hotel room so it could still function as a hotel but i'd really put some like oh you have someone that's afraid of clowns. Yeah, we have something for that. Don't make it the sweet. No, have, have like the suite for like yeah, that's that's kind of clowned up. But also have like a couple of the, those rooms really clowned up because we did have two of the creepiest clown pictures in the entire facility. Specifically, we had we had murder clown in our room, and I think that was phenomenal. But here's the truth of it, Jimmy. Yeah, there's very little I would have changed about that thing. It was so minimal when I walked in that room. I expected clown. And the professor had even gone and scouted ahead, and he said, this place was really clowny. And we walked into this room, because you, you walked into that front lobby with me. That place was messed up. Yeah. That was clowned up. Even I had to take a brief moment to adapt to what was going on. But when we got to the room, it was so n- not clowny. And I honestly thought we were going to die that day. Something about you honestly that... thought?
0: Why would you honestly something think? Something about it suddenly That's felt awful. murdery. Okay.
1: I was saying we were going to get hobo stabbed the entire time there. No, but and we then...
0: watched we watched the Golden Girls. That's not a murdery thing. Don't worry, I watched it because I've never seen okay. a horror film have One Golden thing Girls you in have it. Have to
1: understand about murder is murder is typically pos- uh, something of, of logic or passion, and Golden Girls inspire nothing but passion. Okay. Come on, dude. Put two and two together. We got so drunk that night. I think that anything they, could have happened. I think that if a
0: monster came in that night and saw the Golden Girls, they would be like, "Aw, they just want to be a friend. Thank you for being a friend." I don't think that I don't think they'd get murderous.
1: Honestly, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I was kind of thinking like we were being protected by the the, the, the wonderful uh, Golden Girls. They were correct. They were blessing us. Yeah. Which kind of made me sad because I'm curious what kind of monsters would live around a clown hotel. I don't think they'd be clowns.
0: So I have I've had friends ask me like, you know, uh when you went to the graveyard, uh weren't you creeped out? Was uh, did you didn't you get like any kind of bad luck when you were going through the graveyard? I was like, "Nah. One, I don't I don't really I don't believe in ghosts. And two, uh I'm more I I ghosts have never uh, clowns have hurt people. Ghosts have not." True. Like there's lots of reports of clowns not being good.
1: But you know what what uh ghosts also haven't done as often as clowns. Maybe people have.
0: Sorry, I'm just really being tormented, because I was th- just thinking of, like, uh ghosts haven't hurt people, and I was just thinking about the movie 13 Ghosts, because in the first podcast episode, we were talking about 13 Ghosts, the-, the original, not the remake, but now I'm thinking about the remake, but with 13 Clowns.
1: I I would be happy to, to get people together for that. For I'm time. not doing it. You sure? Yeah. What if we just make an escape room that that's thirteen clowns?
0: Uh, did you check? Did you check my list for the clown charity last year? Yeah. This year, this year, this previous. Yeah, I, clown charity?
1: I, 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 I haunt this thing. Escape pretty room. Aggressively.
0: Escape room is three thousand. Yeah. Because I don't do escape rooms. You
1: know that aside from this charity, my goal is to. Okay, I have a very specific goal with
0: you. I man. really don't want you ever to be rich. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> I know.
1: It, if I ever become rich, the world needs to know that that I will spend the majority of my time creating charity risks for you to be around i believe it make your life a living hell
0: i believe it that's why i'm like i don't ever want stephen king to really know what i'm doing because <clears throat> i'm just always worried that he's going to drop like a thing a drop a lump sum and i'll be like I'll, I'll wake up one time and say i'll see that oh look stephen king donated money
1: good mr king could you do me a favor and send me an <laughs> email at superstar at com? i'd love to talk to you about something
0: i don't think i think we're too small for Oh,
1: I made say, I, I I can't remember off the top of my head who, I'm sorry, I'm fuzzy with all this energy drink I'm drinking, but yeah. um, I'm a little the, fuzzy with all the beer. It's all the beer you're drinking. And no it's, meal. It's making my head <laughs> go crazy. But, um, I haven't had
0: any meal today, so awesome.
1: Uh, well, congratulations, but I've made some new friends for next year. I, they'd love to help out and, and, cheer, and cheer you on for the charity.
0: What kind of friends?
1: Well, people that, you know, work online, do content. And, well, the only um, reason
0: why, oh, so they're not clowns. I don't know. The only reason why I ask is because tomorrow is the dude, well, while we're recording, well, this episode is going to go live on Black Friday, but while we're recording this, tomorrow is the dude operate in Pasadena, and we, people can enter for being a runner or a clown, so if you have clowns, and they just randomly say, if if you're like, hey, you want to go to Pasadena randomly? Tomorrow's the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you wouldn't change anything about the clown motel?
1: Uh, no, but also because I want to go back and I want to film a movie there. It's really bad. Uh Uh-huh. I, want to, I have half written the majority of a plot, none of the dialogue, though, of a, uh, I, want to, I want to film a horror st- story in uh, Tunopa, which is kind of supposed to involve the Clown Motel very heavily, but not in the way that it seems like it's supposed to. But I really thought that the entire trip itself was worth an entire filming. So I wouldn't change the Clown Motel yet, until I blew it up and rebuilt it to be even
0: I feel like I would try to make one of the beds, like, if I really want to torment someone, I would make one of the beds look like the clown bed from Simpsons.
1: Really? Because I would just make all the beds look like the beds from the kids from the Poltergeist movie.
0: But that's not really that scary.
1: Yeah, but what's under it is.
0: Yeah, but that's... When I'm sleeping, I don't look under my bed.
1: Exactly. That's why... That's the only thing I'd change, is I'd put that under all the beds. But then I won't so look like under the bed. You... That way, whenever it's you with when anyone, not you, you okay. were already paranoid. Now yeah. I told you, so it doesn't matter. No,
0: no, I just but, never. I even while while there's no, no nothing under the bed, I still didn't look under the bed.
1: Even I'd shit myself if I just randomly checked, because I always check under the bed when I'm leaving hotels. Okay. I'm like, always Why? Like, par- I check everything. I check. I get paranoid. I leave shit behind all the time. I once left my baby teddy bear behind when I was a kid, and I made my dad turn around the freeway, and I went back and got it. And now I always check everything. So. I would check under the bed, and if I saw that, I'd i probably lay a Yoshi egg and throw it at the
0: thing. Cool. While being in the little clown Hotel, I had no I had no desire to look under the bed, so I was. That's not that's not a thing I was going to do.
1: You know what I loved? I loved that there was the uh, little hideaway murder spot that we found. That was a weird spot.
0: That was a weird spot. There's
1: no reason for that cubby hole to be there. Yeah, but that cubby hole was there to kill someone.
0: So. I think it's weird because I, I, you know, I'm from Southern California, so I don't really know what it's like to be in a, like a cold area. And so when we went to the bathroom, there was like this 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 warm spot in the bathroom <laughs> on the floor to heat up as you got out of the shower. I've never seen that happen.
1: I knew exactly what that was the second I we were talking about it. But uh-huh. I was just I immediately was going to play dumb. I was like, oh, that's weird, Jimmy.
0: I've I've told that to people and they've explained it to me. They're like, no, that's a normal thing because that's you know. It gets cold. I'm like, what? Cold? I don't know. Cold. <laughs> when we went there, it was pretty cold, but cold in a way that you know can be defeated by a jacket, a simple.
1: Yeah, but we went like towards the end of summer, mm-hmm. September twenty third. Um, yeah, it was a it was a really fun trip. I love the hell of I loved the radio sh- uh, pickup we got on the way out of town.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, that was the amateur guy, right? That was phenomenal.
1: I barely remember the exact words. I just remember the concept of how it went down. I was just... I, was, I remember- He was complaining about something. Wasn't he, like, super Christian? <laughs> yeah, he was super Christian, super right, and, like, super, 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 super anti-gays, and he was complaining about, like gay people in the bars and stuff like that. He was like, get out of the right. that. Bar, or something like
0: right, right. Because it was some like really silly beer that he was complaining about, right? Yeah,
1: and it's like the exact beer. Don't drink that beer because they drink that there and those, I don't know, something weird. He was like complaining getting, about
0: social, social justice warriors.
1: They, social justice warriors and gay people drink this beer. So if you see it in your bar, and I don't even remember what the beer is.
0: Me either. We were, we were all
1: just completely snow-blinded uh, snow by this thing. It just came out of nowhere. It was, it was so
0: weird, because the thing is, is that it wasn't, it wasn't like a social warrior thing. It was just a funny thing. It was a funny pun, and someone made a beer out of it, and, and yeah. he was freaking out.
1: And he, he made this whole story sound deep until he said the pun, and we just lost our shit when he finally yes. said it.
0: I do remember that. Oh, my God. I completely forgot about it. I wish we recorded it because I would have loved to remember it. I remember it. like, by the
1: time we realized we weren't recording, we were like scrambling and we lost signal.
0: That's correct. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. No, I remember that. Mm-hmm. That was a good trip. That was besides the clown lobby. The clown lobby was the worst part of my trip. Because the clown hotel, the reason why I asked what would you do differently is because I thought that the, the pictures were not that creepy. Yeah. Uh, it's only the lobby that I had to I, I think even like uh, you guys were going to do some more interviewing with the owner and I was like I gotta leave because I couldn't be in the lobby for that long because that was, that was an awful lobby you
1: know the one thing the professor didn't do that almost would have gotten me to be a little spooked by the room is if we walked into the room and it was so plain and he said hmm that's weird all the other clowns are so clowny and it was the plain room i be like this is the murder room
0: It <laughs> just didn't want to get blood on the clowns yeah.
1: except for the ones that wanted to be there for it
0: So, um, would you want a Mystery Men reboot or a sequel?
1: Oh. I would want a reboot that surprises you at the end and it's actually a sequel.
0: (laughs) That's a good answer. Oh my God.
1: (laughs) What would you want for the surprise? The original Mystery Men to come the fuck out of
0: retirement. What the fuck are you doing? So you don't want one of your, oh, oh, oh. So them not even knowing that the new mystery men are a thing and then showing up at the end, like, uh, we have that copyright. That's why (laughs) why we're the mystery men. It's the mystery.
1: That's the mystery of it all.
0: Uh, do you want all of them or just one of them to complain? All of them. All of them?
1: I want all of them. I want all of them to be recast. Yeah. I want all of the original, original villains to be recast. I want the original villains and the plot almost to be like, the fuck is going on? This is the same fucking movie, just worse. And at the very end, twist, bam, here they are. The fuck are you doing? And then they all fight.
0: So you want a new Casanova Frankenstein? Yeah. Who would you want as the new Casanova Frankenstein?
1: Because
0: hmm. Jeffrey Rush did an amazing job.
1: Terry Crews.
0: Terry Crews? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Good answer. My God. <laughs> I would love to see Terry Crews with that accent. Yeah. <laughs> And so you, you said you want a new cast for the original Mystery Men? Or no. you want the original cast?
1: It's a reboot and a sequel. Yeah. You have, to, you have to recast them anyways for the reboot side of this.
0: And you want the, new, the, the two teams of the Mystery Men to argue, saying like, <laughs> and like is this a sequel or a reboot? Well, it, it can't be a reboot now because we're here. It has to be a sequel. No, it's a reboot because we're new people. No, no, it's a, it's their
1: superheroes. It's interdimensional stuff. You're still you, but you're still. Oh, like the comics. Yes, stop fighting. Oh, this is usually a bad guy. Who's the bad guy? Well, I mean, we're used to this being the bad guy. But what's all this about? Who's responsible for this? And like, oh, this, and poof, that's the that. Then you have the real big bad guy.
0: <laughs> Who would be the big bad guy? It's not teamed up with the two Casanovas.
1: Um, I'd have no. to watch the movie again because I, I don't would, remember. If I Casanova would say got the two killed. of them would just despise each other.
0: Okay, when, you, so when a... you compare
1: the two Casanovas and who we're having playing them, they would be like, no, no, no. I think Terry Crews' Casanova would just be like, no, I'm Casanova. I'm cool with me. I'm cool with you. You're the one with the issue here. You go, what the hell are you? You poor knockoff version of me.
0: I kind of want the 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 uh, the main villain, the overarching villain, mm-hmm. is a Hollywood exec. Just wanted to make money off of the two mystery oh, men? Uh,
1: what's her name from Charlie's Angels? Who's all pissed off right now. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Thanks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> But she's not like in charge of this.
1: She just tore through time and space, and she's pissed off. And she's just like, you know what? I just want to piss. I just want people to fight. I just need to take my aggression out about Charlie's Angels. sorry. <laughs> and I felt like you guys didn't even really exist because you're fictional. I'm like, what the fuck is that even supposed to mean? Well, I created them to fight you so I can see who would win, so I can feel better about it. I mean, she can get like really deep and existential about Charlie's Angels in that spot, and everyone can what the fuck are you talking about? No <laughs> one wanted to see that movie because the trailer sucked in the first place. They did suck. I, I You know what? I told my girlfriend uh, and I told my team at work the same thing. What The problem with that movie is they should have done that trailer exactly as they did it, and at the end they shouldn't have said, dun, like, dun, 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 dun. All these things happen. All these things happen. They all meet each other up. They do like, yeah, uh, Tiger's blood, blah, blah, blah. Feeling good today. Whatever they all this stuff is. And again, be like, totally spies. <laughs>
0: and people would have seen that. I, can, I, I
1: kind of agree. The oh, of the Explorer is going to make billions. It's going to beat Avatar.
0: I thought it already came
1: out. I mean, clearly, I might be wrong about this, and yeah. I don't even know when the movie. Came. I just know Danny Trejo is in it, and I assumed that it was going to make billions.
0: No, people, people. Uh, I, I, I would agree that uh, if it was totally spies, that would be more of a thing that people would want to see. I don't know. The trailer just didn't give me any reason to go see it. There was no like there. There was no plot that really intrigued me at all. Okay. Um. Speaking of plots. Uh. Speaking of plots and speaking of sequels. Um. Unfortunately, we never got a sequel to the live-action Mario Bros. movie. Um, well, I
1: mean, we didn't film
0: it. <laughs> a lot of people have fanfic of what happened next. See,
1: you call fanfic. I'm just saying I'm waiting for someone to pick it up. It's yeah. A huge difference.
0: So, if they made a sequel uh, with Bob Hoskins as Mario, may he rest in peace, um, what, would you, what would you have liked to see Bob Hoskins do in the Mario mythos?
1: Uh, well, first and foremost, I need to just remind you that uh, deepfake technology is working wonders right now. And I don't like deepfake. Well, deal with it. Okay. The man's dead. We need to respect him by resurrecting his corpse, Tupac style, okay? So just shut up and let me answer your question. Okay. Um, I think that we needed to go with Mario Brothers 2 style, where it's not actually Mario 2, and he gets confused because there's some weird time travel stuff. But he thinks it's the sequel and that the last movie just happened. But really, a long time has happened. And Luigi's gone. Like, Luigi's not even in this movie. We just assume like, they didn't even cast him.
0: I'm getting offended already.
1: But at the very end, of the... shut the fuck up and let me tell I'm sorry. Story.
0: It's just I love John Legu- Leguizamo. So... Did you shut
1: the hell up and let me be? I'm going to try, try. I'm going to
0: try. I'm going to try. Okay, so, go on
1: so he's, he's sitting here jumping on magic carpets and he's he's throwing onions and peaches here and she's doing the same shit like what the fuck are we doing like I don't know this weird fucking bird is spitting shit at us now so just throw the eggs back at it and all of a sudden at the very end when they have no idea what they're fighting and why and they realize wait a minute is this even our are we in the wrong movie this is the wrong fucking Here's John Luigi Zamo, all fucking shredded up like he's been at war, and he's got t- uh, raccoon ears and tails on. He's got big new super stomper boots, new super, uh, like, like everything you could possibly think. He's upgraded to Nintendo 64 era, motherfucker. He's ready. And what he does, he throws Mario a hat with wings on it
0: and says, it's time to fly. <laughs> Do we see him fly, or is that the end of the movie? They fly
1: right into the warp pipe that he came out of. (laughs) And that is the sequel that leads directly into Mario Brothers 3, which is the true sequel, because Mario Brothers 2 never happened.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I got another important question for you. Uh, With The Mandalorian coming out, do you see The Mandalorian? I have been intentionally waiting for that
1: to build up. Okay. Because I'm, I'm... I signed up for a DC Universe trial so I can watch Swamp Thing with my girlfriend. Yeah, right before uh, Disney started because I knew for a fact I would never sign up for DC now that uh, Disney's available. Okay, so i was like, all right, just you know what, do this first and just froth for all of that.
0: <laughs> well, in the Mandalorian, this is not a plot spoiler. This is not a plot spoiler. Oh,
1: I've been watching shit.
0: Um, but my question, they they did mention uh Life Day. Mm-hmm. Like the the first in the first episode, they mentioned Life Day, mm-hmm. and that made me start thinking about the Star Wars Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you want them to do another Star Wars Christmas special? Of course. Who would you have sing the Christmas uh, the the what's the name of that song? But it's a, it's a Life Day it's a Life Day song. It's like celebration something, a reason to celebrate or something. Mm-hmm. But in the original, Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher, recipes, uh, she's sang the Life Day song. Who would you want out of the new cast to sing the song?
1: The new cast? Yeah. Can I count the uh, the original new movie? What do you mean? Because uh, I would sh- I'd pick Harrison Ford.
0: <laughs> because then
1: you'd have the <laughs> No, the, the new most- team. The new no, team. No, no, well, hear me out. Because then okay. you would have the most expensive uh, Star Wars production of all time. Yeah. Because in order to afford Harrison Ford to sing that song, you would need to pay him so much money that the entire like second trilogy just couldn't have ever been afforded.
0: The new team. I um, want to make this affordable. <laughs> uh, phasma. Phasma. Yeah. Why? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought about this, and phasma was not the one on my list. I don't want to write
1: this, but I want to
0: set the rules for With this. With the helmet still on. Oh yeah. Okay.
1: But like partially broken, so you could see her like really pissed off that she's going to do this. Yeah. Uh, basically, it does it, I just. I want to play the the, the role of a, a a producer in this, and I really want to fuck, fucking to muck this up. Okay. And I want to set really stupid rules, so she has to be the one at the end of the
0: story to sing it. It's up to her. <laughs> it's up to her? Like, up to the actress? Like, if, if she's going to sing it? No, no.
1: that The story depends on her being the one that sings it.
0: Okay. I kind of want uh, uh, Oscar Isaac. Why? Poe Dameron? Yeah, I don't know Because uh, I have a crush on Poe Dameron. I don't know what to tell you besides oh. that. And he has a beautiful, well, sexy voice.
1: And you're very self-fulfilling,
0: so you like to jerk off the
1: things you like to jerk off to. So you get to, if you get to build your own porn, do it.
0: A Day to Celebrate. Sorry, I had to Google. I had to find out what the name of the song. It's called A Day to Celebrate.
1: Do you know the lyrics? Uh, No.
0: Why would I know the lyrics to that? Look them up. I'm not going to look them up. I'm not going to look them up.
1: Karaoke. Karaoke.
0: My question to you right now, instead of doing karaoke... Is what plans do you have for Chimmy superstar now? Oh a lot. That you can uh, tell us.
1: I'm <clears throat> I'm setting up a whole bunch of additional things outside of the production and I've got to move soon and I'm not gonna start working on heavy production things if I have to stop, relocate, rebuild, and do it again. So I've got I mean, you can see a giant whiteboard right over there with a bunch of other thoughts, but I've got productions that are currently scheduled to record. I've got a buttload of recorded conversations already, and I've got uh, new guests, new hosts, and new surprises for you. But more importantly, I've got got—I've um, also got additional project coming down the line. I've got uh, Chimichung Superstar Presents, which is a new line of a variety of things. We've got uh, food stuff we're going to be doing, possible food blogs with some people writing from uh, places here and there, but mostly just trying new... Uh, New ways to, to approach food. And I'm sure, sure you've seen me dab dab my face into food constantly, no matter which direction I come from. So Correct. we're doing Chimichanga Superstar Presents What the Fuck Am I Eating? And then we have Chimichanga Superstar Presents What the Fuck Am I Watching? Which I'm sure you're familiar with. Yeah. That's coming back. And so we're going to be watching a lot more uh, really weird movies. Mostly... Not mystery science theatering. this thing, really, for everyone's sake, because already been done. We're just adding the commentary to movies that you've all been to, you've all loved, or you've never even heard it or understood and need someone to guide you through this. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun, and really, we show you where to find the movie as cheaply and as free as possible, where to find it stream online, and all you got to do is just wait for it to say, and press play, because we'll do all the timing for you. Follow the links that we send, and it's easy to watch. And more importantly, it's just podcasting after podcasting after podcasting. Um, uh, Everyone wants me to do live streaming and get into the live stream gaming stuff, but that takes a lot of time, and I don't have much of that these days. Yeah. That's coming. I'm just not as passionate about that as I am making the things I want to make. Sure. And I'm stubborn about my podcast. Like, I get really pissed off when I have to release an episode. I'm just not happy with so i just stopped releasing until i can release those recordings the timing i want because i don't have the you know how introductions and all that stuff works so yeah for the most part i usually just edit my 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 stuff get it ready to go and want to make it relevant to now and as soon as i get moved here in about two months i'm going to be launching kind of a rebrand for chimmy Okay. It's going to be weird because it's going to be a multi-headed thing with additional people running different things and me just sitting back at the podcasting home, mostly.
0: Do you have any plans? Because like I, uh, Years ago, you had a really big presence at Comic-Con. Do you think you might do that again?
1: Uh, yeah, but I'm not really looking to keep doing my own booth and do that kind of not, stuff. Not not
0: so as much as a booth. One but of my favorite things is bars. I like the bars. events
1: outside, exactly what it's leading to, yeah. I like doing the events outside of the conventions a lot more. Yeah. I like to partner up with people and I like to shimmy up and give people a place to just chill out. Because one of my favorite things to do with events is create a little safe zone, a little happy zone. Uh, Apologies. I like to call it a little, uh, a little safety zone. When you have a big event and everything's crazy. It's good to know that there's this is a cool little chill place where people are going to ensure it's at least the vibe that we're trying to set up. And you've seen me run events. You know that if a certain vibe isn't working, I try to m- move things around and get things calmer or better. And I love bringing people into those cool, fun places to meet each other, see new things, watch new art, or scare the crap out of you.
0: I don't like that last part. So? <laughs> Cool. Well, I, I, I look forward to what kind of content you're going to create, and I look forward to that. So when when do you think that will be? Because I you know you're going to move in two months. Is it going to be... Uh, Well,
1: moving in two months means I just finished recording that list that you see up behind you. I have a bunch of stuff recorded already, and then I just got to go get with my news lady, and we're going to be uh, reading some new stuff in the next couple weeks. So expect this. We have, we're have we starting Christmas, we're, basically. We have the cool. Christmas episode coming out Christmas Eve, and... That's going to springboard everything back into a regular scheduled. Program. I look for. I look
0: forward to seeing what twenty twenty has to offer. Um, where can people find you?
1: Uh, well, I dare you to Google Chimichanga Superstar and not find me, but you find me on <laughs> Facebook. I primarily host on Spreaker, but I'm on any place you could really host a podcast on. I'm on iTunes while it exists. God rest your bloody dirty soul. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much easy to find. Uh, Facebook. Instagram. Just look it it up. On Twitter? Yeah.
0: Okay, cool. So it's just be Chimichanga Superstar?
1: Uh, Yeah, you'll see a lot more boobs and weird adult stuff on the Twitter stream because of the people I interact with. I'm really uh, sex worker positive, so I I work with a lot of stuff with them, so that stuff gets shared with my share web a lot, and people are interested to see, why is this one so family-friendly? And this one's just like, I don't know, this guy's from Hustlers. I don't
0: think Chimichanga's ever been family-friendly.
1: People get confused by what that show is constantly. Okay, so uh, it's funny because people keep trying to define it I said, don't
0: <laughs> Well, thank you very much for being on the show We're, uh I thank like you I said, having me up, oh, thank you for letting me have you
1: thank you for for letting me let you have me
0: uh thank you for letting me let you let me have you
1: but the story behind this everyone is consent is sexy.
0: yeah, lots of consent Oh
1: yeah dark, dirty wet, dark consent <laughs> Thank you.